We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another week, another dollar. It's going to make sense, another dollar from Mr. Moneybags himself coming to me. Man, I do. Uh, airing it out on Fubo Sports Network, Orlando Scandrick, myself, TJ Hushmazada. We're going to get straight into it because the man has things to do, take care of his body, go get this dub against weak ass Green Bay this week. We got Dallas Cowboys defensive lineman Demarcus Lawrence with us, bro. How you doing, man? Appreciate you joining us. I appreciate y'all having me. We're going to get straight into this. When Dak Prescott got hurt, were you like, oh, shit, season over? Oh, honestly, I mean, it was so new. I mean, it was the week one. So, I mean, we knew we had a lot of more games to play. Um, so it was just really honing in on our details and making sure we capitalize as much wins while Dak is out, you know, so because it'll be a whole different story once he comes back. So that was really our whole mindset is just try to make sure we capitalize and be the best we can be throughout this, um, you know, opportunity. It reminded me of uh, some of the years when Tony would get hurt. And, you know, yeah. just Cooper had never been in that position before. And, you know, it's when you when you play for the Cowboys, it's a different type of pressure. You know what I'm saying? It's internal. Yeah. It's a different. It's never good enough. But Man, I, I ain't gonna, I came and I seen y'all at training camp and I knew y'all defense was good, but shit, you know, mm -hmm. I never could tell with you because you didn't got to that point where, you know, you, you know how to maintain it. And, you know, I was with you when you was a, like a baby, bro. And I, you know, a lot of people don't know this story. And uh, I remember, you know, D had been hurt. He broke his foot. And then we gonna fast forward, you know, we get in a playoff game and he hungry, you know, he gets, we hadn't won one playoff game in 25 years. And he gets a sack strip, you know, and he scoops it and he fumbles. And, you know, they all down on him. And I remember, and I know you remember me walking over there and saying, put him back in, let it ride, bro. Because at the end of the day, bro, he, he was just, he was fearless. And lo and behold, bro, they get the ball back. This man gets another sack, strip fumble, win the game. And it's just been like, sky's the limit. And then, you know, he played, and he'll tell you, he, we played in a system, you know, and it was like a lot of pirating and a lot of cover too, where, bro, he was in there doing things that wasn't like pretty things. And, you know, when he got his bread, bro, I knew it was coming. We, we used to have talks about this, bro, like, and from just where he came from, coming from South Carolina, you know what I'm saying? And just the evolution that I've seen him, I'm super proud of him, bro. Like, 
if I don't talk to you, when I talk to you, you know, I always give you your flowers. And man, I was excited when I had you on here. And you know, I had to deal with this dude being, me, a, being a cowboy hater. You know what's crazy though? I'm gonna be honest with you. No, no, no. Hey, I actually growing up, growing up, I was a cowboy fan. But now you hate every week. No, no, no. I just thought they were gonna be ass once Dak got hurt. I really did. I knew the defense would play well. I was like, where the offense gonna come from? But I just heard yeah, that's, O say that's the thing, like you you played football, so you know, like, I mean, quarterback, yeah, that is a lucrative position. But like at the end of the day, like it's really the players around him that makes mm-hmm. the quarterback who he is. I mean, but Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback <laughs> in my eyes, but he don't have the weapons that he used. Look at look at him now. They saying he washed, huh? But you that defense, me? that defense been 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 building for some years. Um, oh yeah. You know, in the past, it was players we was dealing with shit. I didn't got suspended. He didn't got suspended. Randy didn't got suspended. We could never get us all on the field at the same time. Sean was hurt and things right. like that. You know, we never peaked in just over these past few years when they had Chris Richard. And now that they got Dan Quinn, like it's... I mean, the defense was ass when they had uh, Nolan. They were ass. I mean, they was out they, of position. They was, they was being they were, asked they to were, do things they don't do. They bring in Dan Quinn, and, and I played under Dan Quinn in Seattle, and just the energy and, and the, the way he carries himself in practice. What has he meant to the tra- the transformation of the defense? Because when Mike Nolan was there, it, and then Dan Quinn takes over, it's a completely different team on defense. Yeah, um, I think uh, the real issue was uh, Mike Nolan, uh, he wanted to run a 3-4 system versus DQ with uh, the 4-3 and, you know, how we are designed as, you know, who they drafted and stuff that can play up front. We're not a 3-4 system team. Like, we're we're more of a 4-3 speed uh, that have um, outside linebackers that can be DN. So, it's just really about uh, using your players to the best of their abilities and not putting them in a system that they're going to fail in. Let me ask you this, because O said this earlier. How you get from South Carolina to Boise, Idaho? how that happen? Yeah, man, it was a long trip. I had to go the JUCO route first. I went to Butler Community College in Kansas. And then, um, long story short, uh, my mom had a meeting with Coach Pete, a couple of more D1 coaches, and uh, she fell in love with him uh, just because of you know, him uh, wanting to teach us manhood instead of just being a football player. So, you know, that was really the reason why, you know, I took my talents to Boise and it's been history ever since then. Who, who's the uh, best player to come out of Boise? Demarcus Lawrence, Orlando Scandrick, Van Der Esch, LeGarrette Blunt. Who else can I name? LeGarrette Blunt. Now you be a fucking... LeGarrette Blunt. What, what you mean? LeGarrette Blunt Man, was you a crazy. baller. LeGarrette Blunt played for Oregon. You try to be funny? I'm just saying, bro. He played. He played for y'all. Too. <laughs> I think. Yeah. I think we were all different, man. I think you know they got Tyrone Crawford, you got Kellen Moore, you got Ryan Clay. I think we was all different. But one thing that we all had in common is when we got to somewhere, we all worked our asses off. And I mean, we didn't all play together, but you know, we just always meshed together. And I think. I mean, I would like to say, you know, my work ethic led to them seeing and helping other Boise State players. And then Tyrone worked his ass off. A lot of people don't know Tyrone was drafted to play in a 3-4 system. Then he changes to a 4-3 system. He dealt with a shit ton of injuries. Then he comes, DeMarcus was skinny as hell when he came in, man. And he worked, He when he broke his foot, he worked his ass off, bro. Like I watched it when he, he and he can't, and it's been history ever since and you know. Hey. Oh, let me throw a name out there. Uh, a lot of people don't probably know uh, that played at Boise. Vincent Vander. I, I can't say his last Who? name. Oh, you know who I'm talking about? What's his name? 
He played Vincent. at Boise. Vincent? Yeah. Uh, what the, position the, he played? Uh, the outside, like, nickel DB guy. Nah, I don't, but, but I also remember Quentin Michael. Quentin Michael was a hell of a player. I remember him. He played at Boise. Uh, and he, Quentin. Shit. Uh, I mean, we had some players, bro, but it was, being at Boise, you felt like, they made it seem like if you lost one game, the season was over and everybody was getting fired. So, oh, you yeah, know, definitely. every year we felt like we had to win all of our games to have a shot. And, I mean, I think it carried over, bro, because when you go into the league, like, winning is like a, a way of life. If you come from a shitty program like Mississippi State, sorry, Jack, <laughs> but like, uh, like uh, you know, one of them programs that don't win a lot, you know what I'm saying? Oregon State, you know, one of them mediocre programs. That's your program is the. Did we play y'all this year? Y'all program is did the, we Wait, wait, wait. Did we play y'all this year? You didn't play me. I don't play football. No. Did we play Boise State, your alum? Yeah, they did. Who they won? played them when I was there, too. Who won? Uh, Oregon. Okay. When I was yeah, there, yeah, we beat yeah, the brakes yeah, out of them. When yeah. Matt Moore was a quarterback? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking we, about we beat the, y'all couldn't piss a drop. We beat y'all. Yeah, this year. But y'all are the epitome of average. Like, y'all the definition of average. And y'all not? If I, now, but if I open up this oh, book oh, right here, if Oregon I open up State? this book and I looked up average, oh, yeah. it would be a picture, of TJ, hey, when, hey, be a picture listen, of TJ in here. All I'm going to say is this. When I was at Oregon State, I played in the BCS Bowl. We went 12-1. and one. I went, That's uh, all I'm saying. All I'm going to say, when I was at we Boise. We went 12-1. When I was at Boise, we played in the BCS Bowl. We went 13-0. Who'd you play in huh? the BCS game? Huh? huh? Who'd you play? Oklahoma. Oh, that was a little Statue of Liberty, that little lucky play y'all ran. That, but like, then, but then he won a, They won one when he was there too. I mean, Boise, Boise State's solid. People overlook y'all because of the blue turf. But y'all are just average. What does a team think about when the media brings up this Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott comparison, and one guy's better than another? One guy deserves Ain't more. Ain't no carries. running back controversy, man. Don't you start this. I think uh, for a lot of us, like we don't never get the chance to like you know, move on to those thoughts is because we, we like, we're in it, so we're never, like, into the media. Like, we're living it each and every day. Like, we know what's going on in our locker room. We know what's going on on our practice field. So we don't have to tune our ears to, you know, what the media is saying and stuff because half of the time they just be trying to find something to write about because they ain't got nothing to talk about, you know. <laughs> Y'all play Green Bay. Mike McCarthy, Green, Bay's, Green Bay is, like you said earlier, they struggling. You can't overlook him, and I'm sure Mike McCarthy's not going to bring this up to you guys. Is it a feeling of, one, we need to get this win, but we also want to get it from McCarthy as well? Well, I mean, I have my own personal, you know, past history with Green oh, Bay. Oh, God. Dad's caught that. You feel me? <laughs> he and caught he, that. Every time man. I get the opportunity to go out there and, you know, showcase my talents, I'm going to definitely put him on, put him on the stand. So... I mean, I'm just grateful for the opportunity. I know Coach McCarthy grateful for the opportunity, you know, for him to take our team up to the Green Bay. But, you know, it's, it still comes down to, you know, complimentary football and, you know, us making sure we uh playing to the, you know, uh, offense and vice versa, you know. So it's really, you know, us just staying staying in, into the game and just honing in on our skills and details and coming home with the win. Where the game at, D? At uh, Lambo? Yeah, it's at Lambo. Man. It's, oh, yeah. it, it feels oh, so good. Nice. Huh? Feels so good, man. I had to have like, I, I was hiding a little bit at the beginning. I had to hide my cowboy love at the beginning, man, because I was a little nervous. But she, I already they they winning. Why hide it? Now I'm back. Matter of fact, my son went to school today, in a cowboy hoodie on. I believe I'm shit. Like, Where this? At least from? we know it's one winner in that house. <laughs> hey, this guy here. Before y'all played the Eagles, uh -huh. you said. 
I don't know how good Jalen Hurts is because he ain't played us yet. Mm-hmm. After that game, what do you think of Jalen Hurts as a quarterback and as a football player? Uh, after the game, I think the score was 17 to 26, and we was playing with a backup quarterback. I mean, it's, so that basically, it's going to be different next time y'all play. That's what you're telling me. I ain't trying to avoid your question, but still, it's like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to ask about how good a quarterback is, Justin feels good, too. You feel me? So you can't think, just sit here and ask about one. So you're looking forward to this this next matchup when bro, y'all play the Eagles. You're looking forward to that. He's never going to hold his tongue, bro. He been, he's been there nine years. He's been, he's been through Michael Vick. He's then seen Carson. I, don't, I mean, I think that when it comes down to it, you know, as long as they do what they're supposed to do, and the way Dallas is built and the way that it was built before Coach Garrett left was to control the clock and get turnovers. And I think they doing that shit better than shit I ever did. No, I mean, I get it, though. When you, when you go play the Eagles, they're undefeated. They're getting all this hype. And I don't know how good Jalen Hurts is. He ain't played us yet. I would feel that way. Bro, he just going to say whatever the f*** he wants to. Some as, of the things I heard come out of his mouth is as, crazy. As he, what? Some hey, of the you, you do the same thing. I, I do, mean, but, who doesn't? But at the end of the day, bro, oh, if you man. have oh, that, you know that, that... It's that Boise State. Education. If you had that arrogance and that swagger, you know, like, shit, we was playing with House's Money, bro. He from South Carolina, went to Butte College. I went to Boise State. I was drafting the fifth round. You went to Cerritos College, drafting... You was, yeah, bro, I, can, I playing, mean, I came out of Juco as well. We've been playing with House's Money, bro, so it's like, you know, I'm going to say it, like, and I'm going to back it up, you know? Like, I ain't going to, like... That's, that's what it is. I mean, and that's how he feel. I mean, obviously he feels Jalen Hurts is good, but that's the, that's a rival. He ain't about to sit up here and he tell him that shit in the yeah. offseason. Right now, you know, I mean, it's on. Everybody knows Jalen Hurts is good, but that is irrelevant. It's about, you know, what we going to do to make sure that he's not good on that day. I got, the bet, I got the bet on Christmas, though, so I'm already down 500, which I'm going to pay you. Yeah, man. That, I'm going to pay you, but I'm going to bet back because the Cowboys going to have Dak. I need I need the Eagles to lose a game before that because if they don't lose the game, the Cowboys probably going to walk them for real. If Bro. they undefeated, they they going to get walked that game. Hey, DeMarcus, before we let you go, tell us about Drink Sip. I know the IG handle is Drink Sip Go. Let us know exactly what that is for the people that's listening and want to know more. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, you know, me and uh, a partner came out with a non-alcoholic beer this year. Uh, you know, just something more simple. I know, uh, like, for football players and runners and stuff, after after a game or event, uh, you like to drink a beer to get the yeast in, in your system to, you know, uh, help the muscle, help the muscles from cramping or, you know, uh, make, make the muscles uh, basically expand. So uh, being able to have something with uh, non-alcoholic, non-alcohol in it, uh, just you know, what I'm saying it's it's better for the system, but also you know better for you if you want to just hang, have a beer, but you also have you know responsibilities and stuff like you can still you know chill on a good note. So thank you for coming on, man, with us. Keep balling out this year. Tell Britt, tell Big Cat, tell uh, is that Jim? Yeah, that's Jimbo. Jim. Tell Jimbo, I said, Jimbo, what's going on, brother? That's my guy right there. Man, y'all take care of yourself, bro. Hey, you know, bro, we appreciate you. You know man. I'm rooting for you. You know what it is. Appreciate you, D. Appreciate it, fellas. All right. Take care, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Man, I'm I'm about to send you your money right now, bro. No, I don't want you to send me no money. Come on. I need the cash. I don't... I'll send you a Venmo for... I don't want Venmo. I don't have Venmo. $505. I don't have Venmo. Cash app? I don't have cash app. Apple Pay? I don't have none of that. You a... Too much technology. What's your wife's number? I know she got it. I don't even remember her number. CTE. She, that's crazy. <laughs> All right, man. Even, I'm gonna give you cash. I don't, I don't. I don't remember that. So the reason, if you guys have been paying attention, he owes me this money is because I told him, like I've told others, the Seattle Seahawks are for real, bro. Are I, you convinced now or not really? I never knew. And Geno Smith. I never knew that I would be living in the day of when Geno Smith was out playing Tom Brady. Geno he Smith, out playing a lot of guys. Geno Smith is is doing his thing, and I think Seattle, you know, they're they're exceeding. Can we go back to last week's discussion? You you still you gonna pay Geno? I mean, now I have to, but I mean, I oh, still feel like I still feel like just because he beat the Cardinals. Quarterbacks don't fall off trees. I at least got to give them something short term until I figure out what I'm gonna do with these picks. I'm still gonna draft somebody. I'm gonna draft somebody just because Geno is 30 years old. I'm gonna draft somebody. Gino can give me a good five. I'm giving Gino. Uh, nah, Gino, he he doing his thing, man. I can't take it away. Like he came back. Um, you know, they like you said, they wrote him off, but he ain't right back. Can somebody bring Orlando his uh his pouch so he can give me my money? I All just, right, can bring I, it over here, man. Let I me need, see. I might got a little something in it. Yeah, I, I need my money. Thank you, Seattle. Been rolling with y'all for two weeks. Man, I can't. Uh, and I don't bet a lot because I'm scared. Um, so you know, I bet small money. I gotta pay my rent. Gas money, you know, buy me some shoes. So this is coming from Orlando this week. I'm going to be able to take one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Here you go, man. I'm going to face them all. Thank you. I think they real, too. Thank you. So now I'm able to take my wife to dinner this week. Man. You're a good man. Thank you. You know, sir. I was Thank insulted you. in the, the work you. group chat Thank you. by Appreciate somebody you. that came from my Appreciate character you. and said, I don't pay my debts. You do pay your debt. We would have been next next three games for the Seahawks Bucks, Raiders, Rams. They win all three of those? Where's the, where's the game at? They play home against the Bucks, home against the Raiders, travel out here to play the Rams. So I think they beat the Bucks. I don't I, I don't think the Bucks are turning the quarter. The Raiders, they are, they're reeling. Um, the Rams, they can't block a group of toddlers. <laughs> I mean, like we always say, they don't got draft picks, they don't I, got money. I see them winning all three games. I, I do, but in the, in, the, in the world of football, it's a single elimination. So you can win all these games and you go get to the playoffs. Obviously, we putting the cart before the horse. We got to get to the playoffs. But the fact that they're playing this well when so many people thought the Seahawks would not win five I mean, games. at the end of the day, it don't matter because they're not going to beat the 49ers. The way they playing, they 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 got a chance. They're not gonna beat the 49ers. They All right, got okay, a well, chance. Okay, well, like get look get your when the game is. We can play those right now. Have they played already? Let me know if, if the uh, Seahawks and the Niners have already played. Yeah, the Niners won. Um, 
the Seahawks do have three losses, but they're, they're finding their groove. They're getting more comfortable with Geno. Early on, it was, let's see what Geno can do. Now, I mean, he threw that pick just before halftime, pick six. Came out in the second half, it was like it never happened. So Bro, that are you, shows you. Are you fucking Geno Smith's agent? No, nah, I'm just. You work for Rock Nation? When somebody is playing well, you just got to give them their credit. I told you last week, and he just. I mean, I affirmed. am giving him his credit, but God damn. I now, mean, let, let's go to a game that probably nobody watched, but man, what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? Man, I think Aaron Rodgers is over it. I think he looked at that contract as a parting gift. Bruh, Aaron Rodgers don't throw interceptions. He threw three picks in the red I zone. I think he's over Three it. in the red zone. I mean, I don't think he trusts the guys. I think Aaron's checked out. Once you start talking about retirement, you're retired. Um, I think he's uh, he's over it. I mean, he wanted them to get weapons. They subtracted weapons from him. You know their next three games, right? Cowboys, Titans, Eagles. Uh, I mean, I think we see Jordan Love before the year's over. Now, that's that's where I was going. Yeah. If they lose two of these next three, do you just put Jordan Love in What's there the and Packers, I believe, are three and five right now. No, I don't They're put three and six. I don't put Jordan Love in until we get until we're eliminated. But I think um, you start to think. In essence, would they not be eliminated? If, I mean, I tell till we till we like if they're four and eight. Till we mathematically eliminated. Okay. Do I think Aaron wants to retire? No. Do I think he would love to end up with the 40, uh, 49ers? Yes. Damn, everybody want to go to the Niners if you're the QB. I mean, I don't think the, if I'm the Niners, I don't take Tom. I'm cool. You he, wouldn't. You would take. Fuck no. If He's you had seven years old. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, you take Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. You, okay. you don't worry about personality. You you take who you feel is a better player. Yeah, I'm not gonna take somebody that's gonna be at a senior citizen home in a few years. I'm not taking nothing away from what Tom has done, but mobility wise, you know, what I mean. Now, when you look at the Niners, let's just say they talk this trade. What do they give up to get Aaron Rodgers? You, you, you're taking on uh, a huge contract. What do I give up? You have Trey Lance, which I'm sure Green Bay him. doesn't want. I'm giving him. Because they have Jordan Love. So I'm finding somewhere else to, to, to flip Trey. Shit. I mean, you can have anything on offense except for Debo Samuels and Trent Williams. You think the Packers could turn us around? It's a wrap? It's over? No, the Packers are done. Does it surprise you that? No. Okay. It doesn't. I mean, they haven't drafted well. And, you know, if you think about all of the good players that have come from the Packers, through the Packers organization, whether it be Aaron Rodgers, whether it be Bakhtiari, whether it be Devontae Adams, whether it be Aaron Jordy Jones, Nelson, whether it be Aaron Jair. Jones, the Packers were known for homegrown talent. Mm -hmm. um, they aren't drafting well. And I think the, the, the draft thing is coming down to the development of football is a little bit different now. Um, it's all it is 707. Uh, everybody's running around with these 707 travel teams. Everybody's rated. 10 years old, um, you know, you got all these little handlers, little street agents, you know, and, you know, everybody's doing everything for NIL or, you know, the love of football ain't what it used to be, bro. It ain't, I don't even feel like kids had a struggle of having $71 in their account and having it last for two weeks, you know, like back in the day. 71, just have anything. Kids ain't going to the, the store in college no more splitting groceries for the household. You know, it's, it's, it's a different... Oh, for, for sure. It's a different uh, ball game. Are you disappointed or is it just like par for the course that they didn't do more to get Chase Claypool and you let him go to the Chicago Bears? I mean, I don't think Chase Claypool really changes anything. He doesn't make a difference? I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they just have drafted poorly. And Aaron's thrown a fit about it since Wait, they... Wait, who, who have they drafted that... 
I mean, because they drafted Devontae Adams. Uh, he didn't do much for his Nick, first three years. Nick, no, he, he bought his rookie year at no. the playoffs against us. He was the one that was I, going I'm to work. I'm talking about being... But because they still had Jordy Nelson, they still had Cobb, they still had so James Jones. So you kind of ease your way in. Yeah, so whoever they drafted, they, they've they never been able to draft another tight end. Tanyan is not came back to who he was. Um, they drafted the kid out of Clemson, um, Rodgers. He hasn't been able Murray to Rogers. do anything. Uh, Romeo Dubs gives you flashes here and there. They drafted Iniquius St. Brown. He's no longer there. You got to draft. We know at the receiver spot. You got to draft uh, two contract players. But see, the problem with, you know, the league is, man, they had a bunch of in there telling you reasons not to draft people instead of reasons to draft people. Why? Let, let's, let's go from one bad team to another bad team. The Raiders. What are the Raiders doing, bro? Bro, I told y'all. Um, Dude, they, they were winning this game by 17. Listen, fans, people. Like, what, what's wrong with the, the Raiders? The Raiders are one of the most poor coach teams. They have no identity. None. We're talking they don't, offensive side of the ball. They don't run it well. They were yeah. running it well. Okay, but they don't run it well and consistent enough. Mm-hmm. They don't pass it well and consistent enough. They're spotty. Um, they don't pressure and they don't cover. It's like, wh- what are you? Like, you know, it's just like they go into each week with this game sheet that's got every play in the playbook and McDaniels just goes down it like mm. you know and it's like you know when you, oh, let's call this when oh, you well, got well. it you know like when you play for uh the Bengals you know you guys have plays that you could run out of three and four different formations and they were your go-to concepts yeah I just don't feel like they have that I don't I mean I don't I don't understand how Renfro is so effective and it's like it's either Renfro or Adams. Like, you can't get them both going at the same time. Let's go back, though. Who, who does it fall on? Is Man. it the head coach? Is it defensive coordinator? Because it's, okay, if they have on, an argument, falls, they shouldn't it be. It falls on the head coach because he put the defensive coordinator in there. And, like, they regressed. And now you're hearing Derek say, I got a lot to say, but it's now, it's not the time to say. It's like you yelling at your wife in public. Shit gonna happen when we get home. Like, everybody already know, like, shit bad. We know it's so, bad. Um, is is he gone? Because he has I mean, no guaranteed money on his contract after this year. Who? And he just re-upped Derek Carr. Seriously? Yeah, no guarantee next year. So they can um, cut bait if they want. If they do that, they basically blame him. That's basically what they're saying. But it's your fault. The thing is, like, you, you let go of Derek Carr, you know you're going to be in for some more bad years. And you're going to waste some, two more years of Devontae Adams. Devontae goes to Vegas because of Derek Carr. Now, what happens with him? Um, I don't know, but Josh McDaniels is the same stupid that I said he don't need to draft a quarterback and draft a T-boy and say he can make anybody. Uh, the best predictor of the future is the past. Well, the Raiders, they... They're ass. I told you that. And Bro. It, to, to see a team that's that talented... Hey, th- this is a sad part about it, though. 20-0 to against Arizona Cardinals. 17-0 against the Kansas City Chiefs, 17-0 against Jacksonville Jaguars, and they lose all three games. Like, how can this continue to happen? I mean, let's go back to this. Though. That, they're just bad. But if you let go of Derek Carr, you're basically saying you all in with, with Josh McDaniel. So you better hope those players are all in with Josh McDaniel because I know a lot of those players are believers in D.C. So they I can just, just lose the entire locker room I think by the one Raiders, I think the Raiders are in like... They're in a, oof, they're up Shit's Creek with no paddle right now. Or boat. Like, they just trying oh, so to. so they drowning. 
I don't know, man. I don't. I'm not a big. I'm not a big fan of uh, Patriots descendants. Not because they're not good football coaches, but just because they don't have an identity. And uh, in today's football, like it's just different. Like we was a certain type of way, but now like kids, they don't want to hear that shit. You know, everybody got so much money. It's like they don't want to hear it. Like, nah, we don't want to hear it. So you got to find a way to get to them. And a lot of these Patriots descendants are they? They're old coaches, bro. We looked at Patrick Graham. He was been with the Patriots for a long time. Yeah. McDaniel's been coaching for a long time. You need to get like some some new fresh blood in there. And you know, spending a lot of time in Vegas, like I've been doing, you know, it just hurts to say they literally. Stink it up week in and week out. Like, that's that's bad. I mean, you just signed Derek Carr. You just hired Josh McDaniels. They got to make it work. I, I don't do. see. They're a better team this year on paper than they were last year. You have Devontae Adams. You have Chandler Jones. You're a better team. They signed Chandler Jones. And, you know, I think Chandler Jones is a hell of a player. But they're playing somebody for what they've done in the past. But my thing is this. They're a better team personnel-wise. You got two rushers. With him and Crosby, you have, even though Darren Waller has been out, even when he was playing, they weren't doing much. They're a better team. So, to me, this falls on Josh McDaniels. So, we went from. So, wait a minute. D.C. does have some guarantee. Next year? Yeah, he's got 20, his 2023 salary is guaranteed, which is $33 million. He's got 7.5 of the of the 2024 20, salary that's going to guarantee in, fe in uh, February. So, if they I, keep them past February, they're going to be... They got to keep them. Well, they got to figure out a way to make this work. I'm they gonna, stuck. They need to get rid of that coach. That ain't, that's not going to happen. So, listen there. If that's you told happening. me that Belichick is overrated without Tom Brady... Yeah, he is. What the f*** is McDaniel? Without Tom Brady? Yes. He, he led a team with Mac Jones as a quarterback to the playoffs. Who was the head coach? Bill Belichick. But okay. I'm saying, look at him now on offense. I'm just saying. I think Josh What you McDaniel's mean? They was, they've been moving that... Down this the field these is, last is, two weeks. This is the biggest problem. And Demarcus Lawrence touched on this earlier. These coaches, instead of implementing a system, you got to do what your players do best. It's not about your system. But it's what about if that's, the players. That, it's not I don't about think, the plays. It's the players. Yeah, we always say it. It's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. Always. But that's if, the biggest problem. But literally, McDaniels has had the luxury of having one of the smartest players, if not the smartest player Listen, to ever Touch a pigskin. This is what you do if you're Josh McDaniels, which he should have done. What did the Raiders have success at last year? And that's what we're going to implement. I mean, but they were a that, West Coast. You, they, Gruden was a Gruden is football, a West Coast. But football is universal. But if Play. I'm an arrogant prick, and I think that I reinvent the wheel of football, and I think that like every Patriot it's coach, like every Patriot coach does, talk about how many rings they got and this shit works, and we won with it, and look what happens. Let's go to a surprise team, because I'm thoroughly surprised. The New York Football Jets. Um, Are you? The, the, man, the way they just beat and slowed the Bills down? The Jets, man. Uh, Salah, he's, simp he's literally simplified Bruh, the scheme. That dude can coach. Um, they went and drafted players that fit their scheme, like you said. They've got players that been there. They've had a lot of high draft picks, and they're getting the most out of them. And, you know, they're winning games in spite of their quarterback, not only did they beat Buffalo, Josh Allen threw two interceptions. He had no touchdowns. But it looks like they get bored at times. And I think uh, them losing Debo, it takes away. They, they've lost some of their creativeness. Yeah. You know? Debo's a hell of a coach. Yeah. We know about football. It's not about the teams that's playing the best at the beginning. It's about the teams that catch the streak at the right time. I but like regardless the, of the what, playing. The, regardless of what happens to the Jets, whether they go to the division, whether they go to the wild card, 
they got something building. And Salah was right when he said, we building something. Now, Zach Wilson got to figure it out, because right now, if he can take that next step, they going to be dangerous. Come on. Okay. We're right. going up to the Miami Noodle Arms. That's a, um, we going we gonna to stay in the division. That's what I was uh, about to say. To it, man. To it, nice. He is, but nice. Fuck, he's became a professional at missing wide open people. Man, too, he throwing for 300 a game. If he just hit the wide open guy, he'd probably throw for 360. They play nine games. Listen, they score. Don't get me wrong. That's all I'm saying is Tyreek Hill ain't never done this with Patrick Mahomes. That's because they he never, ain't never done this they, with Patrick Mahomes. Because they never force fed him. The way he looked, maybe they should have. Travis Kelsey going to get his. The way Tua is getting this ball to Ty Tyreek got to be in the MVP conversation. He's I mean, doing I agree, something right now shit, we ain't never seen from a receiver. But Waddle would do the same thing if the little small uh, Samoan guy, a little small Hawaiian guy, don't underthrow it. Waddle was with him last year. He wasn't doing this. Because he can't get it out there, bro. Have you ever threw noodles at the, like, the, the wall? Them shits, like, shrink up. It's really crazy that. Tua can have the success that he's having. Tyreek Hill is having his best year. Tyreek Hill career. has already had, like, Tyreek Hill has had 1,900 yards before. No, no, no. Or 1,800 yards before. Not receiving. No. Yes, he has. Not receiving. Oh, sorry, he has 1,700 or 1,800 yards. Look it up, please. With the, with the Chiefs in 2000. Look, look it up. And... He ain't never had no 1,700 yards. Yeah, he yards. did in 2000. Tyreek Hill never 18? had 1,700 yards receiving. Bet 100. I'll bet that. 1,700? That's At a least. bet. 1,700. That's a bet. He never had 1,700 yards. What received. did he have in 2000? He didn't have 1,700. We ain't even going to go. We ain't even going to continue with this. It was Slide close. me another 100. No, you said 1,700. Slide me another 100. Most he's ever had 2018, 14. Slide me that 100. No, what did he have? No, 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 no. Slide me. Can I get it? Golly. Thank I'm you. Loose. Hey, baby, we're going to be good this week. Thank Orlando. We good, baby. Thank what, what's you. The, the most ever had is 1,400. What does he got right now? 1,100. In nine games. What's the targets, though? In nine games. Yeah, I mean. And so, before the season, I thought Tua would have man, a good I'm year just because I got they're giving now. him the weapons that a good court, just any good player they need. And, and so. That offense is now. McDaniel is a really good coach, but if we going to bash Tua. Bro, I'm not bashing him. No, no, no. I'm, just I'm, saying, not, I'm not saying we. Can, can you win a Super Bowl with him? I think you can. No, I don't want to hear you think. Yes, say you yes, can. I, yes, no. you can. Okay. The way they're playing, yes. But I will say this. The Ravens, they probably should have beaten Miami. The Bills, they probably should have beaten Miami. They didn't, but you look at those games, but then we talked about earlier, Arizona, well, they, Kansas they win, City, they win. and Jacksonville should have lost the Raiders. Wins are wins. When people were piling on Tua, Oh, they want to trade for Deshaun Watson. Oh, Brian Flores doesn't believe in him. Oh, Tua can't play. Oh, they should have drafted Herbert. They, oh, they should have. Tua's showing that he could play. Tua, and I, and I said it before the season started, like, Tua going to put all this to rest. And but but it's, all it. of this is all good and dandy until you get into January. I mean, at the end of the day, only one team can win it. They're, yeah, but, building, they're building blocks, and that's what he's doing. He got better. What's the difference between Tua and Kirk Cousins? Uh, Tua is performed better than Kirk Cousins did at that point in Kirk Cousins' What's the career. difference between them today? Uh, Tua's thrown for more yards, I'm sure. Even even missing two games. Even missing two games. But what's they the, both what's got the difference receivers. in them? They both, they, both throw, they both complete a high percentage of pass. I mean, Kirk Cousins has this reputation. Of he can't win the big game. He can't win in prime time. Uh, he, he'll give you stats, but he can't win when it matters. But he was playing with a defensive coach. He was playing with a coach that 
Not many people cared for him, Mike Zimmer. Yeah. So now that he has a coach that seems to believe in him, uh, what's the difference? What's the, what's the difference between Tua and Jared Goff when he was with the Rams? Uh, it's a big difference. How? What's the difference? The Rams had the number one offense in the league. It, it's a big difference. The Rams had the number one offense in the league. How did Jared Goff look with Jeff Fisher? How did Jared Goff look? The with whole Jeff team, Fisher? everybody looked no, shitty no, no, with I Fisher. Didn't. Oh, now you don't want to answer. He was a rookie. How did he look? He was a rookie, and I get that. And so what I'm How did Tua look with Flores? He was sitting next to Flores while Fitzpatrick was in. He had Flores last year, and he played better than Golf played. No, what do you? Golf made it to the Super Bowl. Not in his second. Didn't year. Didn't they go to the Super Bowl I'm, in the third not, year? And, not, in this, not in his second year. Jared Golf can play. Yeah, but I mean, we, we sitting here acting the, like it's the system, though. Jared, He's sitting over here Jared acting Goff, like Tua is the the next reincarnation of Steve Young. No, what I'm saying is you I've act always. Like the, Drew Brees. can play. He can. Tua Everybody can in the NFL can play. Not really. Everybody, when you get drafted, it's very rare that somebody gets drafted that high and cannot play. It's, very rare. That's very rare. So you have I, to. We agree but, with that. But what you can say is McDaniels has done a great job oh, of doing absolutely. what the things he does well. We can segue a little bit into Russell Wilson. I'm so confused why Hackett is trying to turn Russell Wilson into a drop back passer. He's never been a drop-back passer. But this is the thing. Is Hackett trying to turn Russell Wilson into that? Or is that what Russell Wilson wants to be? I mean, he can't see, first of all. Hackett is going to work with Russell Wilson and install in this offense. Russell Wilson wants to be that. Just do what you do best. If that's get outside the pocket, let's do it. If that's sit in the pocket, let's do it. But... I think that's a collaborative thing more so than I mean, Hackett saying this is what I, we're going to do. I just think that when a team does what people do well, um, when Tom was struggling when he was trying to run B.A.'s offense that Big Ben was running, when he implemented some of the things he did in New England, he had success. Listen, man, back, Tua could play. Tua can play. But, I mean, bro, he's too Jekyll and Hyde. Don't get me wrong. He can score points. You, you can't miss that many throws, bro. Everybody that game should have been over. Everybody missed. That game should have I mean, been over. Justin Fields set the NFL record for rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game with 178. Yeah. But he runs 4-3, and most defensive linemen run 4-8. So that's why the game was closer than it should have been because no, the Justin game should have been over if Tua doesn't miss the guy in the flat on 4th and 1. In the history of the National Football no. League, Justin Fields ran for Listen, more yards put than the bottom line up front. ever. If Tua hits the fucking guy in the flat... They go, they go, they run down with two more minutes off the clock, and the game is over. Instead, he just throws the shit in the stands. Then they get the ball back again. Then Waddle's open. You I've know seen, what he does? I've seen every quarterback do that, though. Who? Name me an elite quarterback you've seen underthrow somebody. Have uh, you ever seen Aaron Rodgers underthrow somebody? You're talking about a throw to the flats? I've seen Josh Allen do that this year. I've seen Josh Allen do that this year to the flats, underthrow him, skipped it on the ground. I've seen Josh I see, Allen do but, that okay, this year. Okay, you have. But the problem is, I see Tua do this shit twice a game. Tua has better players around him, so he's going to play better. Are you going to have some bad plays? Of course. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say Tua is bad. I'm just going to say I'm not a believer. Can you have it both ways? When the quarterback does bad, it's... Oh, I, don't think, I don't think Tua is the problem. He's a building block. He's definitely a building block. I think as they play together more, um, as they play some more complimentary football, they have really good players on defense. For some reason, I don't know how they give up so many points. Dolphins have a good team. But, I mean, shit, which Buffalo Bill team are we going to get? You don't know which team's going to come out, you know? That division is if... What Patriot team are we going to get? That's the thing with the Patriots. You, <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. You, you don't know. Is Mac Jones playing? Is Bailey Zappi playing? But the crazy um, thing is, bro, like, you know, playing against Bill 
and where I, which is why I think he is a good coach. This can be well, something one week and be a complete, totally different schematically let, let, team. You know what's crazy, though, about this Bill Belichick thing? I think he's a really good coach. You just don't like him. No, I just think Brady deserves more of the credit because you can give me the best game plan in the world. If I don't execute it, is it really the best but game the, plan but in the, the world? But, but that's why I asked you. That's why I asked you what was the last team to win a Super Bowl without a like premier quarterback. Because, I mean, that's, the, that's why it is the first year franchise. And they got very, very fortunate with Tom Brady. And, I mean, shit, look at the Colts. The Colts are still trying to recover from Peyton Manning. And we could segue into that. I mean, they but, recovered from Peyton Manning when they had Andrew Luck. He just, I mean, but they didn't, really, they didn't really go anywhere, though. You know what? You bring up Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is known for playing with the Colts. So I tap my phone and I see, wow, Jeff Saturday is an interim coach. So Frank Reich fires the offensive coordinator last week, Marcus Brady, for doing, I don't know what he did wrong, because Frank Reich, you're the head coach and offensive coordinator, so you fire your offensive coordinator, I guess you weren't going to fire yourself. Jeff Saturday has never coached before, ever. And he's a head coach of an NFL team. There's 32 head coaching spots Listen, in man, the NFL. got to be something underlying. Jeff Saturday is going from ESPN to today is Monday. They're going to have a team meeting probably today, and he has to stand up in front of those dudes. And he's never done this before. He's never done this before. He's sat in those meetings. He's heard Tony Dungy. He's heard Mike McCarthy. What do you make of this? I don't, I don't even know if he coached in high school. I don't know what the f Colts are doing. Um, I don't think they know what they're doing. They traded first-round picks to get Carson Wentz. A first and a second, I believe, right? It was conditional. But it turned, on... it, into, it turned it to be a first and a second because Philly, uh, Philly had got their pick. And then... Uh, they traded some more picks to get Matt Ryan, and they benched him. And then they fired him. But this shit was a tailspin from when sorry-ass McDaniels took the job, and when he found out <laughs> that um, Andrew, Luck. Andrew Luck was retiring, the loser did what he the little weasel did what he did, and he went back to New England. And then, you know, Frank White came there. He kind of overachieved a little bit. And, but this is my thing, bro. They keep re, like firing these head coaches, but fired them that's drafting these players. No, no, no. Now, they drafted solid. Quentin Nelson, really good draft pick. Jonathan Taylor, really good draft pick. I mean, they've drafted pretty well. Michael Pittman, they've drafted well. You hire a coach that's never coached. He ain't even I been think on that, the I staff. Think a, I think that was a... Uh, maybe he's got a, good, a great relationship with uh, Ursa. I mean, when shit. was your last year playing? 2000 and... 19? Very, a lot more recent than mine. If you a player man, and Jeff Saturday like, walks in and this, you know man. Jeff Saturday, you just saw him on ESPN, what are you thinking? What's your thoughts? I'm laughing, man. Yeah. That's how I'm doing that. I'm laughing and I'm yawning. I mean, it just feel like they just the season is over. Um, this shit started when they benched Matt Ryan, and they didn't really have a direction to go. How do you think Gus feel? Gus has been a head coach. He had his chance. He's been a head coach in Jacksonville. And they were decent. But they were solid. And I played under Gus with Dan Quinn in Seattle. Dude, the energy 
and the type of person that Gus is, those guys will respect him. The I guarantee Gus Bradley is like, are you kidding me? Yeah, he might. Yeah, I, I mean, guarantee he is. He I gonna mean, smile like he ain't. But but he, this is the thing though. There's no way in hell that this came from Chris Ballard, which is their general. Oh, idea. it's the owner. When when you own a team, you do. So you know you what that you, you, you know what that tells me is coming next, right? Do you think Gus gone? Chris Ballard getting fired. The Colts are in. They they used to. They seem like they were a franchise with good stability. Owner, GM, coach, they're all on the same page. Now it's like, but we should have known something when Marcus Brady got fired. You know, it's always going to be somebody else's fault first. But when you fire an offensive coordinator that is really not the coordinator, he just has Shit. it by title, they you know something's up. Pat Mahomes scream at the enemy all day. The enemy ain't but, caught a play ever. But this is what I'm saying. It all makes sense. Ursay basically let Frank Wright know somebody got to go. So I'm going to fire it because if he don't go, your ass is going. So now I'm going to fire the offensive coordinator that's really me because I can't fire myself. And then we don't score a point against New England. The coach in bad shape, man. They do got a good offensive line. They do got a running back. Um, Do they have a first-round pick this year? They traded a two for Matt Ryan, right? Oh, they hired Jeff Saturday. Bro, that's just for right now. I don't give a damn (laughs) if it's for right now. The guy has never coached. He hasn't. He but. ain't never coached. He's been retired a long time. You think when he was playing, our playbook was a playbook. Them so, shits on iPads now. So what you Like, think? he got to so, learn all that. So they should have hired Peyton? Hell no. <laughs> they should have given it to Gus Bradley and just ride this season out. It's so they don't got no – the crazy thing is they don't got no offensive coordinator now. They have no offensive coordinator, bro. Your fire Marcus Brady. So maybe Frank is gonna be the tight end, running back, receiver, coach gonna take over the offense. Maybe they hire Saturday so they could, you know, he can get it, you know, get the run game going because they're Jonathan Taylor, they best player offense. What are you gonna do? Hope Tom Moore leave Tampa and come to uh, hell no. Come back to Indy. Maybe he gonna like, call. Just maybe he about, gonna be the offensive coordinator. Just think about that, man. There's 32 head coaching jobs, and you hire a guy. And you, let me say this. He was a consultant. Maybe he was just drinking. He was just like, man, let me get a crack at this thing. But He's this, like, ah, yeah. You're you the got, coach. You got guys that coach their entire life. I don't know life. why you trying to make this shit make sense. Nothing about the NFL makes sense. But you got guys that. Nothing about the NFL makes sense and you know it. I just can't get over. There's guys that coach their entire life, 30, 35 years in the National Football League. They don't even get an interview. It's not about who they you know. It's, it's not about what you know. It's who you know. It shit don't surprise me. Nothing about the NFL like makes sense. You know, you look at some of these head coaching hires every year, bro. Like, I tell you one thing. They can do something about anybody. The NFL, when you think you can be surprised, this type of news happens. And, and so I, I don't think I can be surprised about anything now, because Man, I just watch that shit week in and week out, and I'm just like, the league is crazy. I mean, I guess I would have to say the Eagles are my front runner, best team in the NFL right now. But when I look in the AFC, who is the best team in the AFC? Before yesterday, I would have said no question the Buffalo Bills, no question before yesterday. And I, and I still believe the Bills are the best team in the NFL. They just played a bad game. Do this, what they did yesterday. And then if you go back, they looked awful against the Patriots. The week before. And then, you know, the Patriots, they looked Awful against the Bears. The Eagles are one of the best teams in the league. 
But the Buffalo Bills, to me, are the best team in the league. Um, that's my opinion. Over the, they beat the Chiefs. They beat the shit out of the they Chiefs. They beat the Chiefs. Now listen, but, I, but Styles make fights though. I like the Chiefs. Like the way the Chiefs' defense is playing, they gonna be hell for anybody. That defense is playing better than they've ever played. No, it's yeah, no, yeah, no. You know, if the Bills get this home field advantage, I think they'll be. I mean, but you never know with the Chiefs, bro. Anytime hey. I count the Chiefs out, they come out. While we over here talking. Jamar Chase get back healthy, shit, I'm taking the Bengals. Man, with that core shit line? Listen, man, I'm taking the what Bengals. What am I listening I ain't, to? I might not the take them over Buffalo, but I'll take them over everybody to? else. Them, them, them D linemen on Burrow's ass? Hey, it happens. All right, people. We'll see y'all next week, man. Airing it out. He's Trying to let you go, so hopefully man, he, he feels it out. better. Thank y'all yes. for joining us. Uh, we out. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.